Hi, I am Mr. Woodruff, personal finance teacher at Little Miami High School, and you are listening to the Woodhenge Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Woodhenge Podcast. I'm Mr. DeSanctis. And I'm Miss Frederick. Thanks for sticking with us as we get to double digits. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. When it started in August, I don't I think we were kind of sad, like, we'll just see what happens, see yeah. where it goes. You sent me an email just as a reminder because you'd email me like three weeks before school started. I never responded. The day before, <laughs> you were like, hey, can you respond? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. This sounds like fun. Well, looking at the master schedule, I was like, hey, who has the same plan bell as me? <laughs> Because like we talked about um, last week, even with Edie, of like mm-hmm. this actually started like as a way to incorporate into the curriculum and kind of have a baseline. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, I was like, I don't know, maybe it could be kind of fun. Like try it. People are doing it. What's the worst that happens? We don't like it. And then I have stuff for uh, stuff for content. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's been kind of what we talked about. Yeah. I mean, we've been learning about all different kinds of students and teachers. And I mean, I feel like I've gotten to know more about our school than I have. And I went here. Like, I know Mm -hmm. that sounds crazy, but you know, times have changed and just meeting the new students and even the quote unquote old students, right. The seniors and stuff. Oh God. It's just 10 episodes of like really rich content with little Miami people. And it started with Harleman (laughs) and then Sanders. And then from there, we just kind of evolved. Mason stood things on their head. I was looking at the list this morning as oh, we were yeah. planning out for, for today's. And so I found the stat that I emailed over to you. Something like most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes. Like mm-hmm. only 25% or something like make it past to 10 that. or past 10. I guess because either you don't have a million followers, so you give up on it, which I don't think we ever really had to worry yeah. about in the first place. <laughs> um, or I don't know, either you get bored of it or whatnot. But yeah. I don't know. It's been a nice break every week to mm-hmm. kind of step back from grading stuff and chat with somebody and learn about something. I mean, yeah. whether it was Jasmina or, um, yeah, that was a fun one. And Kyle. Mackenzie Evans and Kyle. And, um, and to think we were, we just finished the first quarter of school. So, I mean, we I could know. still, we still have a lot of stuff to uncover. We've had some awesome people have reached out mm-hmm. and kind of suggested some folks that they think may be good. I, I, I feel like kind of got to get Mr. Robinson on here at some point, but oh, I don't know yeah. how, like we're gonna have to do that on a Saturday because yeah. it's going to take eight hours For like, all to unpack and all the stories yeah. and everything that he's going to have. And, you know, Mr. Carter and I end up chatting most days anyway for like an hour oh after gosh. school. So we bring him on. It's going to be another weekend <laughs> adventure. So we kind of got to navigate that. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate mm-hmm. you joining us on this on this adventure um, as we, I don't know, build content, spread the good word about the things that are happening. Uh, today, we have somebody kind of cool, um, somebody who's been around on a bunch of different things. Uh, Mr. Casey Woodruff is going to yeah. join us here in a couple minutes. I'm um, pretty excited about that. He, We are recording this on Friday which is the day he was duct taped to the wall in the cafeteria. <laughs> uh, poor guy. Uh, he had to step in for Harleman. So, um, yeah, we'll ask him about that. We'll talk to him about his love for personal finance. Because mm-hmm. if you've talked to him, oh yeah, like that is his, that That's is his, his baby. Jam. It's his thing. He absolutely loves it. I've been fortunate enough mm-hmm. to have both of his daughters in, in class Same. in my short time here. You had them both Yeah, too? they're amazing. Yep. Um, yeah, Jordan and Taylor. Um, I have Jordan now. I had Taylor my first year. Yeah, um, same. And that was kind of how I initially, like, I think built my relationship with Casey and then got talking to Steph, too. So, um, yeah, fun. between baseball and duct tape, personal finance, we have plenty to talk about. So, should we get going double digits? Let's get it. Here's episode 10 with Mr. Casey Woodruff.
Welcome back for episode 10 of the Woodhenge Podcast. I'm Mr. DeSanctus. And I'm Ms. Frederick. And we have the distinct honor of being joined by, I think, the best personal finance teacher in the business, at least the best one in the building, that's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, Mr. Casey Woodruff, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you just got done getting duct tape to the wall. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so thanks for uh, toughing it out here. How was how was that? that, that it was fantastic. Uh, Adrian and uh, Chad <laughs> made it seem like it was going to be terrible, and it, it wasn't that bad, but... I had to pinch hit for Kevin, and, and it was great. All oh the baseball gosh. puns. <laughs> All the baseball puns. Uh, so, I mean, we're, we're reaching the end of October here. We're past the first quarter. How has your school year been? Um, it's been it's been busy. It's been great. Um, this is the, the last year, I think, that I'll be doing uh, personal finance only part of the day. Next year, it becomes a requirement for um, this year's sophomores. And moving forward, every junior will take personal finance. Um, so I'm excited to, to be able to do that full time and pass the baton for work-based learning and internship to somebody else. Nice. So the personal finance has been like your thing since I met you. Like yeah. that's your jam. Yeah. You you are always down to talk about it. Yeah. With all those planned periods, it helps. People can just come visit you <laughs> and, and get advice. Thanks to Colonel for, for calling you out on that yeah. a couple yeah. years ago and it stuck. <laughs> but how, how did you get into teaching personal finance? I mean, it's obviously it's growing with importance, but you started somewhere with it. Yeah. So, um, when I was in high school, I always wanted to be a teacher. My dad was a teacher. My uncle was a teacher. Um, but I also liked money. Uh, and so Wait, my, dad, a problem here. My, my dad uh, advised me not to go that route. So um, I went to UC and started off as an accountant and quickly realized that was very boring and switched my major to finance. So my actual undergrad degree is in finance and management from the University of Cincinnati. Nice. Um, and so I've just always had a, a passion about finance and um when I did decide to become a teacher um, after I my failed career as an accountant, um, couldn't stand it, so I moved on. Um, it was a it was a great opportunity to finally bring that to Little Miami. Um, I started off here as the internship coordinator, and then I kind of over the years um, asked them if we could add it. It started off with one section, and now we're up to three. And then next year it'll be hopefully six periods a day, full time. Wow, will be taking it. Wow, I mean it's so important. I. God, I think about any time that I ever have to talk about money ever in my life, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's good to know someone in our corner and stuff, and, and that the kids are going to get that help yes. too. So that's excellent. And if you ask my wife, I, I know <laughs> personal finance, but I still get a, a case of the once, and, and I'm, I'm the free spender, and she's more of the uh, the budget person, mm. and I feel like keeps me a, on track. I feel like between a math teacher and a personal finance yes. teacher, like that yeah. budget best be like down to the yes. penny. It, mm-hmm. it, it is. It is. She she likes to handle the budget. If you've met her, she, you know she's a little particular. A little particular. I mean, she, <laughs> She's a little type A, and and I'm I'm like I'm okay with that, and and let her run with that. Mm. So, what is it like to like teach in the same building as your wife? I, I love it personally. Um, I think it's just the the fact that we have the same week, same days off, yeah. same breaks. Oh, yeah. Everything is great. Um, and and being a teacher, you don't get to really socialize with your peers very often because mm-hmm. they're teaching as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like we we see each other all day long. We do mm-hmm. tend to eat lunch together, but other than that, I don't really see her because she's busy and 
I'm usually covering her class. <laughs> <laughs> or teaching personal finance or, or checking up on internships and yes. jobs and all yes. that fun stuff. Um, but you're you even had another foray not in teaching because you were here and then you weren't here and now you're here again. Yes. So, well, go back to my first career as an accountant. I worked for a company called General Cable. Um, it's a Fortune 500 company. Did that for two years um, and realized that it just was not for me. Mm. Uh, even though I realized that in college and switched my major to finance, when I graduated, they offered me yeah. the most money and, I, and I, <laughs> I stuck with it. Um, so I quit that and actually um, started a landscaping company and did that for oh, wow. two years. Um, and then I met my wife um, and decided I needed a, a career that had insurance and all of that fun oh, yeah. stuff. So I sold my half of the company to my business partner and that company is still out there. Um, I believe the last time I checked and then I started teaching at an alternative school in Claremont County, did that for a year. And then I came wow. to little Miami in 2004 as a special ed teacher at the junior high. And then 2005 moved up to the high school and was here until 2012, 13. Mm-hmm. And then I left and went to the University of Cincinnati um, and worked for the Economic Center, uh, running programs, um, the stock market game, teaching teachers how to teach personal finance. Wow. Um, we did an uh, economics class over the summer for high school students that could earn college credit. Um, it was kind of an economics in action. We did tours of like Kentucky, uh, Kings Island, Luxottica, um, a bunch of different businesses to see behind the scenes stuff wow. of how economics actually impacted their decision making mm-hmm. so really cool and then started a gym um in 2014 yeah. and had that until 2019 when i sold it um but i came back to little miami in 2015 i believe and so been back and 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 loving what i do now i've been here ever since you were yeah. you were actually one of the first people that i like met when i started working here in 2019 because there was a heck of a lunch crowd yeah. Um, that year. And Steve Abril, who I actually hung out with like yeah. last week, I saw yeah. him. Um, it was like, you, me, Abril, uh, Hammond was in there, Colonel Peterson. Yeah. And yeah, that was kind of a nice oh, way I to like. that. Yeah. You got you I and um, stopped a potty stopped times. by a couple yeah. times. Um, yeah. That was kind of like a nice little foray <laughs> yeah. um, into like the culture and the community here. I remember a mm. lot of. A lot of very good laughs around that lunch table. Yeah. Uh, most of them started with Peterson and some of yes. his jokes, his and it just kind of, yes. yes, never ending. Mm-hmm. Just a not. I mean, he just has a database that he just continues to pull from. And it's tough because, like, when he goes to tell you something, you're like bracing yourself. Is he, is he serious? <laughs> is it real or or is he going into a dad joke? Yeah, you can ninety nine percent of the time it's a dad joke. And he starts the dad jokes off so serious too, yes. and I'm like, and then I just stare confused, and I don't get the joke at first, and then he's like. Hey, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I, I keep a book of dad God jokes bless. in my desk that I have called a classroom management strategy at different points. Because if you don't know, if you just stand up in front of your room and start rattling them off, the kids can hear you. Yeah. And they will stop so that you stop. Oh. Yeah, I figured that one out. Wow. You don't need a master's degree for that. Nope, nope. No, I, no. I do a. I, I did it last year, I believe, but I haven't had to do it much this year. I used to do a, a call and response to get their attention. So mm-hmm. I go, red, Robin, and then they go, yum. yum. <laughs> and that's what I did. And they would laugh. And then we'd get off track and it would, I'd be like, oh, never mind. I feel like the We Are Farmers works with that too. Bum, 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 yeah. bum, good. <laughs> that's like all the businesses, right? Oh my goodness. Wow. Learning some new strategies right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you've been doing it longer day. than both of us yeah. combined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my god. So you also picked up something new in addition to everything else that you're doing, which somehow you had time to start Seriously? coaching baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was cool when we did the segment for the Panther show and you and I kind of chatted offline about it last year of like, I didn't know that you were like a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, like you played down in Texas and I did. stuff. I played a year of junior college baseball in Texas. Um, I always thought that, that baseball was going to be my route to, to fame. Mm. Um, and who knew it was and, personal finance who, all along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when you're a high school player, it's tough because you, you you think you know what it takes to be super successful. Um, and then you go meet people who are super successful at mm. that sport and realize that it's a lot harder um, than you anticipated. Um, and so I did have the opportunity to go to Texas and play a year. Um, and then things just didn't work out. Uh, injured my arm, came back, oh. transferred to UC, um, had the opportunity to try out there and, and chickened out because um, oh. it was one of those tough things. It's like, man, I've never been cut from anything in my life. What if I don't make it? And so I just didn't even try. And oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. But yeah, now you're so back in the saddle. Now I'm back but coaching. So I coached different. here. In 2000, started 2003, mm-hmm. 2004, coaching here. Um, did that until 2007, eight, somewhere around there. Right, right around the time we went into fiscal emergency and mm. pay to play went to 651, and I had two I daughters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a good time to step away. Um, stepped away, and now um, my oldest graduated last year, um, and so it was kind of a, a good time to step back into it if I was ever going to get back into it when Coach Craig retired. So kind of, kind of good timing. Mm-hmm. How has it been getting back in that getting back in that saddle after all those years? It it has changed quite a bit. The that was gonna be the, next the new technology <laughs> that's available, and it seems like every player has personal trainers and hitting coaches and oh pitching coaches and and all of the um, extra stuff that they have available. Um, the the rise in fall ball and how many players play summer ball and travel all over. It's just a, a different beast than when I played. And, and so just taking some time to get used to that. And, and I don't, I wish kids played more sports instead mm-hmm. of just focusing on one. We have a lot of, a lot of guys who just play baseball, um, but we do have a handful of guys who play uh, football and basketball and, and do other sports as well. And that's, I think that just helps them um, not get injured as often and just be more competitive oh, yeah. and just learn how to be competitors and learn how to win and, and things like that. Well, the more sports you play, the more you're going to learn, the more adversity yeah. you're going to face, that you're going to work different muscles. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Even when I was coaching, we talked to the college coaches. Yeah. Like, hey, what do you want out of our kids coming up? And uh, they were kind of tired of just the single sport athlete. Like, go do something else. Stay fresh. It's going to fight burnout. Yeah. Well, and I think college coaches look at it as if you've already started focusing just on this one sport from an early age, how much more can I improve you? Mm-hmm. Where if in high school you played two or three sports, when I get you in college and I have you all year long, I can oh, yeah. I can make leaps and bounds with right. you still. There's still room for you're more growth. versatile yeah. as a player. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Never and thought I mean, of that. In a lot of sports, you're going to have stuff that's going to tie over too. Even yeah. if it's simple, quick stuff. I think like baseball and basketball, like on the surface, might not have a lot in common, but you still need quick feet. Yeah. You still got to read a bounce. Yeah. I mean, lacrosse and soccer go together pretty good. Football and track. That was what our guys always did in high school. Like, yeah, no, play. Please play more than one. Yeah. So, is baseball your favorite sport then? Absolutely. Okay. It, it always was. Um, <laughs> It was probably so I played soccer and basketball and wrestling. I did. I did. <laughs> growing up, I did a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad uh, coached wrestling and never wanted me to wrestle. He played football, didn't want me to play football. So I played soccer. Um, soccer was probably my best sport, mm-hmm. but I didn't like it. 
because my two older brothers played it. Oh. And so I didn't want to, I wanted to go a different route and they both wrestled. So I played basketball, um, focused on baseball. It was probably, it was not the easiest sport for me, but it was the one I worked the hardest at. Mm. And so it's Mm. the one I just, there's so much to baseball. Um, I know a lot of people think it's boring. My wife won. Um, She does not like (laughs) watching baseball, uh, but I see a lot of other stuff going on and I, I really enjoy it. I, I did hear a funny story about you at a baseball game this year that resulted in uh, you going to see uh, Mickey down down Disney World. I I can't remember because it was August when uh, Steph told me about it, but what what happened? So um, my kids have been begging to go back on a vacation. We were going to Florida anyway in the summer. They're like, well, let's just stop by Disney on the way. And I'm like, that's not like a (laughs) – Just stop stop by Disney. That's awesome. (laughs) And so um, it was – Seth, Christian Encarnacio, Strand's first, it was his second game. And so he was down, no balls, two strikes. And I said, fine, if he hits a home run, we'll go. And next pitch, home run. <laughs> so how was Disney World? Disney World, it was actually one of our best trips. It was it was great. We've been oh, there wow. quite a few times. Uh, we just went down there for a day and, and hit um, Hollywood Studios and then continued on to our, our next destination. So it was a lot of fun. Wow. It was a good trip. Good trip. That's so good funny. memory. It was a great a great memory. Um, but I do feel like I was robbed of a lot of money. Oh my god, for sure. That's so <laughs> not a funny. very good personal finance decision. <laughs> Betting on a baseball player yes, with yes. your high school kids? Yes. yes. No. Where's <laughs> mm, I, I that's why I don't make bets with any of our high schoolers because they'll always somehow win. And I'm like, oh, please don't make that. What do they do? They like take the wadded up paper and they're like, if I make this, no homework. And I'm like, yes. if you make it, you could still do your homework. And they're like, what? Mid throw. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't make that bet. No. That's funny. No way. My goodness. Yeah. No, I heard about that when we got back um, yeah, in August. And good, I was like, that's a, that's a classic. Mm. Yes. An absolute classic. So I kind of want to just switch gears a little bit and kind of go back to your roots. Okay. Um, where did you go to – like, did you grow up around here? I, close by. I went to Loveland. Oh, and wow, so yeah. Growing up in Loveland, like, we'd, we'd play Little Miami and, and sports and – as a kid, I thought it was like 45 minutes away. And I'm like, <laughs> this is so far away from us. But yeah, I grew up in Loveland and, and nice. went there all through school. So what kind of a student were you? I was a honor student. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, pretty, I was actually my, my senior superlative, believe it or not, I was a teacher's pet. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. I don't see that at yes, all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I was, I was a really good student. Um, math was probably my favorite subject. I actually wish my counselors back then would have talked to me more about like, I love math, um, but I hated like chemistry. Mm. And so I thought I would hate all science, but oh. I think I would have done really like all of the aptitude tests I've taken as an adult said I was more geared towards engineering. And I wish mm-hmm. I would have mm. been pushed that direction a little bit. Um, yeah. but so I went the accounting route and the numbers, but, um, I was a pretty good student. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Good. And you're a good teacher. So it translates, yeah, I, right? I try. I try. <laughs> So growing up in this district, or not growing up, but like uh, growing up in this area, having your children in here, um, how is it having your kids in the school? I know that like with your wife, it's awesome. Yeah. Is it different with your kids? So 
Taylor, my oldest, it, it was fine. She, she would come up and talk to us in the hallway mm-hmm. and had no problem stopping by our classroom. And, um, the, the only thing she didn't want us to ever go chaperone any of the dances. Oh, fair, she, honey. she wanted us away from that. <laughs> yeah. much, although we did, we, Mrs. Like vetoed her last year and we did chaperone prom. We just stayed out. In the hall. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so, um, she didn't have a problem with it. My youngest one, um, is a little more quiet, more reserved, mm-hmm. and wants nothing to do with us. And <laughs> if, if she sees us, she's like, doesn't acknowledge that we're alive. So, but it's fine. We, we, we don't micromanage. We don't. They're both, thankfully, they're both really good students. Yeah, and we never, never had any problems disciplinary that we have to worry about. So we've been, been pretty lucky as parents. That's amazing. My first year, like first semester, I had Taylor in class. Oh and I was gosh. having lunch with this guy every day, and it wasn't for like three months that I realized okay. I was that like just in the weeds trying to get through my first year that I had no idea. Same that for I was both of your children. Day. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together, which is funny because they look exactly like you guys, and I was just like, uh, I never put it. Hopefully, more it? like my wife, <laughs> less like me. <laughs> when I have Jordan now in the block program, yeah, too, and I I told her this morning that hey, pops is coming on the the podcast. Anything I should ask him about. And I kind of got like the wide-eyed, like, nope, <laughs> response. Didn't even want to touch it. Yeah. Didn't even want to get involved. Yes. Um, but I figured you have enough interesting stuff going on yes. that we probably mm-hmm. have content. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just figured I'd put it out there. In, a, in addition to her, I have three nephews and a niece here as well. Oh, my God. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a – it's a family tree in and this. More, and more coming. Oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the crazy part. Yeah. Just seeing the time change and like, I mean, I've only been here five years and like, even then I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, do you know so-and-so and so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, they're my brother. They're my sister. And then I'm like, oh God, I'm just waiting for them to be like, they're my mom. They're my dad. And maybe like, oh my God, now I'm, I'm older. Love but you guys. With it's the so district, great. It's crazy though with the, with the district growing like it is every day mm-hmm. I walk in the hallway, I'm like. I've never seen that student before. Yeah. And even now with the, te- I used to know every single teacher's name mm-hmm. and now I'm like, are they a teacher here? I don't even, re- I don't know who that is. What do they teach? Yeah. I had to cover for a class the other day and I'm asking teachers like, who is this? Where are they? Mm-hmm. And just this, we're just getting so much larger yeah. than when I came in 2004. Right. I mean, even the last four years we've added, like not even just replacing teachers, we've added what, seven? Mm-hmm. Seven maybe new right. positions Probably, like from scratch. Yeah. Um, which I mean that's that's kind of crazy. Every class is the size of like a thirty-five kids or more. Yeah, like we're fielding football wild. teams. Right yeah, that. literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the growth is the growth is crazy. I mean I'm sure you living in the district as well. Mm-hmm. Like you see that up close a little bit more than we do living, you know, kind of outside this realm. But uh, is it is it slowing down? Oh, no. I th- it, we, it, it slowed down, I think, when we were in fiscal emergency in the years following. Mm-hmm. But I think it's picking up and going faster than it was 10 years ago. Wow. I think. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if we dig in, we can find the numbers. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, I mean, more and more, more and more coming in, which is yeah. a good problem to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Goodness. So what's the future look like for personal finance with that becoming a state requirement? Like, is obviously it's going to change your yeah. your day to day a little bit. But yeah, so I'm guessing you're excited about it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so two years ago, the state uh, passed legislature to mandate that all students take personal finance before they graduate. And so we've decided as a district that it will be their junior year. Hmm. So it's it's this year's sophomore class that has to have it to graduate. Wow. And so when they're juniors, so next year, um, 
They have to take it. They have to take it. Nice. And so it should be, I mean, based on our, our class numbers, I'd imagine it's six periods a day, five periods a day, all year long, mm-hmm. um, similar to economics and government. I think it'll be opposite government. I think mm-hmm. the junior year they take government, mm-hmm. senior year is economics. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be a required course. Um so I'm super excited. I think I think personal finance is probably the most important class that that you can take. Yeah. Even if you don't really grasp it when you're in high school, because it doesn't seem applicable when you get down the road and you're like, oh, I have to get insurance on my own now. I'm 26 years old. What how do, what do I need Me to know last about year? that? I have yeah. to do. I'm looking at it, getting a house or a new car or whatever, paying back my student loans, and those are all topics that we'll cover. And oh, I um, love I think that. It's, it's super important for them to just have a basic understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of the memes that go around of like, wait, you don't know how to do taxes, you don't know how to do this, and mm-hmm. the response is, well, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> and that's what I remember from high school. Yes. Um, yeah, it wasn't a requirement when I was growing up and where I was growing up. So I think it's cool that we're, we're working that mm-hmm. in. Like if for those that don't know what what all is included in yeah, that, obviously, like, I mean, I think we can spitball of like what personal finance is mm-hmm. being, quote, adults. But like what what's, the crash what's covered course in the curriculum? In your course? So we we do a unit on uh, just general banking. Like what is offered at a bank? What are all the products you can get? Why it's important to be involved? We do um, credit. So anytime, like credit cards, loans, mortgages, anything like that. And then how to manage that credit. Like mm-hmm. what's the best way to pay off your credit cards if you get into debt and, and interest rates and all of that fun stuff that goes along with it. What are the, the terms you need to look for? Um, we do a unit on paying for college. Like if you're going to go to college, what are some important things that you need to consider? How do you go to college debt-free and there and there are opportunities. I'm listening. We talk about scholarships and how to apply for them and, and it's having a kid go through it. It's, it is very difficult. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it could be like a full-time job because you could apply for a hundred scholarships and you might, if you're lucky, get one. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep applying and things like that. We'll talk about taxes here shortly. Um, and, and that's always important. We do investing. Um, that's probably our longest unit. But I tell the kids that we could spend an entire year on that oh, yeah. and not even cover everything. So I just try to give them the basics. And, of course, they all want to talk about cryptocurrency and day trading yeah. and yeah. all of that. And I'm like, well, let's just understand the basics of index <laughs> funds and, and, and things like that. Um, we talk about different jobs and careers, like for those that don't want to go to college and the opportunities that are available and how you can be super financially successful going straight into the workforce and the cost benefit of I'm not going to spend $200,000 on a college and I'm going to make $200,000 my first four years as a plumber or whatever. Um, So we talk a lot about that. And then we look at insurance and, and all the things that go with that and the pitfalls and identity theft and, and all of that, just try to cover it all. Yeah. Life. Literally. It just sounds like a class on life, not just personal finance. I mean, that is so important. I, it's kind of funny you're saying all these things because I'm I'm currently going through all this. I, I was like last year, I was like, all right, I'm off the insurance. What do I do? Like looking at all the options. And then I had just bought my house the previous year. And I was like, or <clears throat> yeah, two years ago when the interest rates were like heckin' low. Oh, yeah. And now I just bought a car when the interest rates are really high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's so many things that I guess you don't think about when you're a teen because all of your energy goes into like prom or the sports yes. or the different features like that. So like prepping for actual life is 
I mean, it's kind of happens. what we're actually here for. Yeah. I know we lose sight of that sometimes when we, you know, go down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. in pre-calc or, or chemistry or something. But right. like as educators, we're trying to get them ready for the world. Right. Yeah, we um, talk about, I try to make it as relevant as possible. Like mm-hmm. talking about saving and budgeting, like we, we yeah. talked about, like throw prom in there. How much is it? Like, mm-hmm. did you know the average cross the prom is a thousand dollars a person? Well, uh, no. Like that's the average what people spend right now. By the time you dump everything in, I can like, see that. Yeah. Dresses, oh flowers, tickets, oh transportation, promposals that they all go yep. crazy about. All of that is $1,000. I mean, we were wedding planning. And I mean, this was years ago at this point. But I mean, the average cost of a wedding was $35,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's that's only going up. Yeah. Last time Save I looked, it was about double. Any loop. Done. Save so did it, I am it, doing wedding house. planning now. And I mean, I want to vomit every time we... Are looking at finances. I mean, we're good, which is awesome, and we we're able to do what we want to do. But I was like, actually having to not invite people kills me because I love all all these people in my life. But I'm like, you know, we're not as close as this, and we're not as close as that because I, we literally have to condense because I'm like, we're paying for these people to enjoy an experience, and like, it's a lot of money on top of our actual bills. And anyway, just save yeah, your money it. and have a big cookout in the summer. Right, just go get married not- at the justice of the peace. And you'll be fine. Yeah, we did it. We did it in Kayla's parents' backyard. We ended up having a big party later. I mean, we kept the elope kind of quiet, but mm-hmm. man, financially it made more sense. I mean, our wedding was still pricey, but like when I compare it to other ones that I've talked to and yeah. even been to and been in, goodness gracious, we got I, out there I, with I a steal. I tried to elope. I lost that battle. <laughs> yeah, as, as I tend to do. <laughs> Really, the, the financial guy lost the battle of spending that kind yes, of money. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a good wedding, no? Yeah. It was a great wedding. It was, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. Do you get married around here? We, uh, in Wilmington. Oh, wow. We got married in Wilmington, and then we had our reception up at, uh, what was it, the Robert Center? Right there up off of 70. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. It's a small town vibe. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. My goodness. I think that pretty much hits all the big stuff they wanted to make yeah. sure we talked to you about. As I know, I imagine you're still a little recovering from uh, hanging on the duct tape on yes. the wall for mm-hmm. however long that was. Lunch. Oh, I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to go yeah. Get some, yeah, definitely. Go get some lunch. <laughs> yes. Get prepped for uh, another adventurous week yes. in Absolutely. the world of personal finance internship. But we appreciate you taking some Thank time you. and coming to chat with us. As always, it's a pleasure. Thank I know you. you stop by all the time anyway. And, and this uh, time goes quick for anybody who wants to get in.